Welcome to the Survival Guide for Orthodontists, the podcast that makes you the authority in orthodontics in your community. Get ready for insights on how to compete on expertise and trust against mail order in retail orthodontics. It's not always about the lowest fees. And now, from the People in Practice team, your hosts, Dr. Leon Klempner and Amy Epstein. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Amy Epstein, co-founder and head of client services for People and Practice. I'm joined by my partner and my father, retired orthodontist, Dr. Leon Klempner. We hope you and your family are safe and healthy as we adjust to the new normal in orthodontics and in life. Yeah, and... New normal, I don't even know what that is, but to quote one of my favorite groups growing up, what a long, strange trip it's been. (laughs) And I just realized that probably half of our listeners don't even know that lyric or what I'm talking about, so I would suggest you ask your father. Um, and <laughs> You're not giving people enough credit, I think. Uh, well, I don't know, and uh, you know, I'll be happy to give a, a one-hour uh, marketing analysis for the first person that emails me with uh, the name of that group. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, we continue to collect a lot of feedback from all of our people in practice clients, and despite the changes, I'm happy to say that the orthos are becoming productive once again, and I hope you are as well. How are you doing today, Amy? Uh, You know, I'm pretty well, thank you. Sitting right next to you, still, so that's good. Thank you again for welcoming my family into your home while we wait out the rest of this situation in New York. I'm glad you're here. It's a a rare opportunity I get to spend with you and uh, my other daughter and my grandkids. And I tell you the truth, uh, it's a little overwhelming, but on the other hand, it's going to be sad when you go back home. Yeah, I think we have a well-oiled machine going right now with everything, Mm. with all the people in the house. And so, I don't know, it's going well. Is that a new t-shirt I see you're wearing today? (laughs) Yeah, I'm wearing a Harvard t-shirt because uh, I just got my official faculty appointment at Harvard. Amy and I Mm -hmm. give a a course up there, and uh, so now I've already had the t-shirt but today is first day Mm -hmm. i'm actually wearing it and uh tell you the truth it reminds me um you know my mom passed away oh 2003 yeah 2003 and uh she was very proud of me as an orthodontist she used to uh uh, talk about me all the time and uh, i had a classmate amy might know this already uh his name was gene klein and who ultimately is known as Gene Simmons. If you don't know the name of the group he's associated with, then, you know. You can get a marketing <laughs> consultation too. If yeah, you, you can know. Google that anyway. But anyway, Kiss became pretty famous. And my mom used to ride the bus with Gene's mom in Queens when we were growing up. Uh, my, my, my mom and dad are both uh, Holocaust survivors and they came from Europe. So it was a big deal for me for her to talk about her only son and as an orthodontist and she used to tell Jean's mom I, you know my son's got you know two big uh, he's a big orthodontist on Long Island he's got two offices a lot of people wait you know and waiting is uh, certainly uh, you know the criteria for how good you are 
And, and so one day, she, my mother came home to me and said, you know, I saw Jean's mom on, on the, phone, on the uh, bus, and she said that Jean bought her a mansion in, <laughs> in Florida. <laughs> Is that true? And I said, Mom, that's true. So anyway, I mean, the Harvard thing, I think would give my, if my mom was still here, she'd be looking for Jean's mom. <laughs> it was probably 110 by now, but she'd be looking for Jean's mom and just kind of uh, express her pride. So mm -hmm. anyway. We're all very proud. Thank you. So, um, well, let's get back to it. You know, our clients are in full swing. Um, they're leveraging a combination of all the digital advertising tools that we use to attract new patients. And and they're particularly effective in attracting the growing millennial and Gen Y demographic. And technology in general is, is taking a new focus with our clients as we talk about the types of things that we're going to be promoting moving forward that will differentiate practices and bring in um, new patients the technology is becoming the thing we're talking about because it is what has equipped practices um, throughout this pandemic and has become critical, critically important to the growth of the practices moving forward. Um, technologies like dental monitoring and technologies like SmileSnap. And that's why I'm really excited about having Greg Pellegrum, who's the CEO of SmileSnap, as today's special guest. Uh, and by the way, we have a recent webinar that was sponsored by SmileSnap called Why 97% of Your Website Visitors Don't Convert. And if you need that link, you can email my dad, leon at pplpractice.com. Yeah, we're, we're excited to have Greg here. I've known Greg for many years. Um, he is the co-founder and CEO of SmileSnap. And if you don't know what that is, it's a virtual consultation software that engages both new and current patients. Greg spent 15 years in sales with uh, 3M Unitech, Opal Orthodontics, and Excelident. Uh, he began seeing the explosion of the direct-to-consumer aligner market and decided that it was time to actually create a way for orthodontists to connect with their patients through a very convenient and transparent digital experience. So since launching in April of 2019, SmileSnap has been installed in what I understand to be about 1,500 offices and managed uh, nearly 40,000 virtual new patient consultations. I know Greg lives in Colorado. I know he's active. He's a hiker. He's a snowboarder. Uh, he's married with two kids. So uh, we're happy to have him here. Yeah, Greg, thank you so much. Welcome to the Survival Guide for Orthodontists podcast. Thank you, Amy and, and Leon, for the introduction. Um, I'm honored and excited to, to have this conversation with you both. Great. So, you know, we can tell you from our clients' feedback that virtual consultations and virtual uh, virtual appointments with, with current patients have literally saved orthodontic practices during the <clears throat> pandemic when, when otherwise you'd be directed to close down, or they were directed to close down, but they were still able to connect with patients. And now it's becoming a big part of the new normal. Greg, I know you feel strongly that practices that embrace virtual technology have a direct competitive advantage over those that don't. And we can't agree with you more. I mean, it's, um, it's, it's quite obvious now. So there are many options, though. Uh, so my first question is, what separates SmileSnap from the other virtual consultation technologies that are available to orthodontists? Sure. Yeah. And, and, and absolutely. Um, Leon, you and I have talked prior to the pandemic about how we felt things needed to move more into 
uh, a digital experience outside of the practice for consultations and appointments where it just created efficiencies and improvements to the way things were done and just sort of the way we're headed in terms of uh, society and the way that we as consumers do our our shopping and 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 searching online so uh, the pandemic certainly uh, accelerated that um, but mm. but uh, by no means do we believe that it, this is only something that's related to a pandemic and yeah we we have seen our numbers obviously spike um, but one of the great things we've seen along with it is the amount of usage by the users, um, the number of requests that are coming through by the thousands each day, seven days a week, middle of the night, you know, this is this is just bringing more people into the orthodontic space looking for treatment, you know, and it's it's, it's just a win for everybody when you have greater access. One of the uh, things really in, in terms of specific to SmileSnap that we bring to the table that's unique and different than, than other platforms out there is number one, is the UI and the UX. So um, it's installed as a widget. It can be a pop-up modal. You can embed it directly uh, in a container on your website. But it's that user interface and that user experience that really is so easy to do. Um, for the, From a user perspective, right, this is probably something that's very new to them. And if it is difficult to use, if it's clunky in any way, um, the likelihood of them finishing the process, providing good enough photos that you can make an assessment from, um, if that's not easy for them to do, then the likelihood of them dropping off or not completing is very, very high. So um, I believe that we've got the best UI UX out there. It's very simple and easy to install. We have customers that will uh, sign up and have it on their website in the same day, uh, getting getting requests. Um, so simplicity is, is a big differentiator. We also have a full backend, and it's the most robust backend that I've seen out there that allows a practice to manage. Think of it as a patient management system. Um, all of their virtual consultations through SmileSnap, through that funnel process, and, and, and manage these patients accordingly, communicate with them. And then the, the last thing I would say is we do have the ability to do virtual appointments. Um, we launched that back in April. We've had several iterations of the platform since. And so really it's a full digital experience for an orthodontic practice where you can utilize it for consultations or existing patients um, for appointments such as retainer checks, aligner checks, you can triage emergency patients, um, there's lots of different ways in which you can use the platform, um, and having all of that capability in one platform is is really what separates us from other other products we've seen out there. Mm. Yeah, and and you know what I yeah for for us as marketers, having a, a new client that contacts us that has a virtual consultation solution on their website. It's such a big advantage for us because you know we're 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 kind of two sides of the same coin. We're 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 looking to to start new cases. That's the goal, and um, having the consultation tool on the website and having um, digital marketing to drive to it is is what completes that that pipeline. 
But I'm curious, Greg, uh, from from your standpoint, during the you know pandemic, during the height of the pandemic, when when we were shut down, this was a like a, a lifesaver for orthodontic practices to to survive. Uh, we've had many clients that have started a lot of cases while they were closed. But I'm curious now that everybody is reopening. Um, do you find that orthodontists are now abandoning it and going back to just having physical consults and not doing anything virtually? Yeah, that's a great question, Leon. Um, and the answer is we've seen a very small percentage that have canceled their subscription with us and said, hey, my practice is open. Uh, I no longer need to do virtual consults. And it's it's really unfortunate because in our opinion, that's a very short-sighted way of looking at it, right? Um, right. The, the example I, I always use over and over because I think it's the best one and, and most people in this industry were around to, to relate to it and, and experience both sides is that there was a time when if you wanted to have family movie night at home, what did you do? You loaded everybody up in the car, you drove to the newest nearest video store, which most likely was a blockbuster, um, you wandered around the store looking for your movie, hoping that it was in and they all hadn't been rented. You sort of dodged in and out of the aisles and the people and you read the backs of the of the DVD cases. And, and ultimately, you know, you went and you, you maybe grabbed some popcorn and candy and you checked out. And, and it really was like a like a family experience. And you'd go home and watch those movies. But guess what? If you didn't watch it and get it returned the next day or the day after, you started to get hit with these late fees. But that was the norm. That was what you did because Mm. there really wasn't any other way to do it. Then all of a sudden comes this company, Netflix, and their business model was, hey, what if we guaranteed that your movie was available? You just listed it in a queue on your own account online and we would mail them to your mailbox. And I remember thinking to myself, wait a minute, you're telling me I don't have to go past my mailbox? And then whether I watched it that night and returned it the next day, or I waited a week or a month, there was no late fees. That sounded amazing. And all of a sudden, right, people start embracing this whole concept of mail order DVDs, which where is it today? It's now turned from that into streaming because going to your mailbox now all of a sudden was way too inconvenient. We just want to press a couple of buttons on our remote or, or tell Alexa to uh, you know, start a movie for us or a series on Netflix and, and away we go. And you know, there was a time when Blockbuster had 2,800 locations and today there's one remaining in the United States. I, I tell this, this example because Orthodontic practices have got to evolve and adapt, and they've and they've got to start bringing greater convenience and transparency and that experience, uh, digital experience, to the the consumers that are out there that will eventually become patients. Am I saying that you should stop doing in-office consults? No, absolutely not. But you should absolutely have virtual consultations as an option because whether it's somebody who is still weary of coming into a practice because of COVID-19 
if it's somebody who is scared of the orthodontist in the first place, maybe they live far away, maybe um, they are super pressed for time, they love technology, whatever the reason may be, this is the way that more and more people are expecting to engage and communicate, at least initially, uh, going forward. So it's it's a it's sad that some people have given up thinking this was just a COVID thing to use, um, because it's absolutely not the case. We're seeing thousands of patients flow through the system. We know that this works. And back to your original point, it goes hand in hand with marketing, right? This is not something you just upload onto your website, cross your fingers, and hope to get patients. You have to embrace a digital marketing strategy and use a company like People in Practice to help you do that, to drive awareness, drive traffic, and you'll be amazed at uh, at the results you get if you're providing that digital experience for those patients uh, through this platform. They will love you for it. Yeah, and, and you know we have tons of mutual clients that, and and we work closely together um, to support those orthodontists. But I have to tell you, there are some orthodontists that uh, push back, and and what I what I hear from them is they say, well. You know, I can't do a, a a diagnosis without, you know, a full set of records and sitting down with the patient. And, you know, and I get that. And I get the importance there. Um, so, Greg, how what, what, what can I say to those orthodontists that, that, that push back against it in terms of how could we use um, your platform, for example, in order to to um, help bring them into the practice rather than to replace the consult. Yeah, ab- absolutely. So keep in mind that, you know, when we talk about doing a virtual consultation, ultimately that patient is still going to come into the practice and have full records, okay? You're just sort of utilizing this as a pre-screening tool, a mechanism where you can sort of filter out patients that maybe are tire kickers um, or really, really you know, heavy price shoppers. And don't be afraid that if there are some, they say, you know, we we need to see you in here for records before we can give you information that you're looking for. This is great for teens. This is great for adults. You know, the the way that you integrate this into your practice, it, you know, there isn't a one size fits all. So, you know, if you don't want to use this for, say, you know, patients under the age of 12, you don't have to. You can say this is only for teens and adults. But keep in mind that you're still going to meet this patient. You're still going to take records, but you've already had an opportunity to see them, preview them, get them excited about coming in. And the nice thing about SmileSnap and, and using this, this process is when they do come in, they're well-equipped with information, uh, meaningful information, right? Which is, am I a candidate? About how much will it cost? And how long might it take? Um, so they're highly convertible patients. It reduces doctor time in the consult significantly, um, as well as your, your staff's time. So really, it's a, it's a win-win on both sides in terms of, of an efficiency by doing a lot of the preliminary work outside of the practice. Yeah, absolutely. If you think about the life 
cycle or like the the pathway to becoming a new patient, you're really shifting a lot of that ahead of the consultation so that you're educating them, you're convincing them, and you begin converting them even ahead of coming into the office. So essentially when they come in, you know it's a qualified consultation. This is not somebody you're going to spend an hour with who's not going to convert because when you present the fees, it doesn't match up with their, but it's way off, orders of magnitude off. So uh, to me, it sounds like a great way to shorten the pathway to becoming a new patient to begin with. It, it is. And, and Amy, we hear a lot of times, right, where doctors will say, yeah, but you know what? I want them to meet me. I want them to meet my staff. I want them to see how amazing my office is and how it's going to feel. Yes, absolutely. And they will get an opportunity to do that. But if you make that digital experience just as fantastic, right, from a concierge mm-hmm. type perspective where they feel like, wow, they, they're responsive, they're informative, that builds trust. That means they, they, they care about me. You know what? I'm, I am no longer going to keep bouncing around the Internet to different websites looking for an orthodontist. This is the one that gets me. And if you provide mm-hmm. a great digital experience, they yeah. know they're going to have a great in-office experience. Um, right. And really just picture the day, right, for an orthodontist where you're not leaving the clinic to go into a consultation four, six, eight times a day, right? There's going to be a time, and ultimately this is where we want to take our platform, where that patient is coming in, they've already signed the contract, provided a down payment. Um, They're literally coming in for quick records. You'll peek at the x-ray, and if you don't see anything, the first time you see the patient in the chair, you're putting braces on or scanning them for aligners or whatever the case may be. Um, And all of that busy work is done outside of practice. Exactly. Yep. Well, there seem to be a lot of benefits, cost savings and time savings and everything. And so, yeah, we look forward to learning more. We... We also on this podcast like to not only ask our own questions, but we like to take questions from our listeners. So uh, if you don't mind, we'll play one of those right now. Hi, this is Dr. Alex Waldman, and I have a question. I am a SmileSnap user and have been for a few months. We're extremely happy with the product and been using it a lot. My question is, what are you bringing to the table in the future and what future features do you plan on rolling out to make this an even more powerful tool? Uh, yeah, great question uh, by Dr. Waldman there. Um, and it's funny because we have no shortage of uh, requests from orthodontists as we've we've grown our um, customer base. They have lots of great ideas, and we really have uh, allowed our customers and their ideas and wants and needs to help shape and, and build this platform. Um, the the two things that we're closest to rolling out and have significant requests for, uh, the first one is rolling this out as an app for both iOS and Android on the provider side where you're able to, from your phone, um, utilize the platform. It you can do that now. Um, it's just it's a it's a mobile web app, and so it it's a little requires a little bit more navigation around um, the the iOS and Android apps are just going to be much more cleaner and efficient in terms of usability on the on the provider side. 
The other one, and this is something that we we almost had ready to go uh, until COVID hit, um, is the ability to record video responses. So um, it's interesting. Uh, practices are very busy, and, and the doctors are very busy. When COVID hit, and all of a sudden they had all kinds of time on their hands, you know, they they wanted and needed the ability for live video chat um, because they had time to to really. Uh, sit down and, and, and take the time to engage with the patient through live video. Well, now that your practice is back open, that's becoming more and more difficult. So the having the capability to record a video response, whether it be 10 seconds, 20 seconds, 30 seconds, um, that is something that we get asked about a lot. And, and so that is, uh, that's very close to being done as, as well. Uh, those are really the two primary things that we're working on. There's lots of other small features and improvements and enhancements to the existing platform the way it is today. Um, but it's, you know, software is never done. Um, so our roadmap is long and uh, we're constantly looking for ways to, to make it make it better and more efficient. That's great, Greg. Thanks so much for sharing your expertise with us today. I mean, I could probably sit here for the next hour or two and just... Uh, talk more about the topic because it's so vital to what's going on right now with changing demographics mm -hmm. for orthodontists and we're definitely going to arrange some additional time to have you back but in the meantime what's the best way for any of the ortho listeners out there to learn more about SmileSnap? Sure the easiest way would be for them to go to our website which is smilesnap.com uh, from there, they can obviously explore the website. Uh, you can schedule a live demo with one of our account executives uh, who can kind of walk you through the platform and answer your questions. It's usually about a 30-minute uh, time slot that we, we have for that. Uh, you can watch a recorded video that way um, of a demo. So there's lots of information on the website. Um, if anybody has any questions specifically that they want to direct towards me, I'm happy to take those. My email is greg at smilesnap.com. It's G-R-E-G -E at smilesnap.com. And i uh, be happy to engage with you via email. Awesome. Greg, thanks again for joining us. It was great to talk with you. And we look forward to talking with you again soon. Sounds great. Thank you, Amy and Leon. Have a great rest of your week. And I uh, look forward to next time. You can subscribe or download other episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you enjoyed it, we'd appreciate it if you tell one of your colleagues. For more information about people and practice, you can sign up for our free marketing newsletter on our website, pplpractice.com. Thanks for listening. And if you have a marketing question and you'd like to contact me directly, just shoot me an email at leon at pplpractice.com. Com. Um, you can also shoot me your favorite uh, 1960s group. <laughs> but for now, so long. We wish everybody health and safety. Bye. Thank you for joining us on the Survival Guide for Orthodontists, where we help your practice grow within a massively disrupted industry. Subscribe to this podcast and connect with us on social media. Find us online at the survival guide for orthodontists.com.